It's a running. Ha <laughs> ha. All right, let's do this. Welcome back to the Murder Gymnastics, a wrestling podcast. I am Mr. Meanie, and as always, my buddy Paul is here. Ahoy, hoy. Ahoy, hoy, indeed. And we are doing a run-in episode. It is the road to WrestleMania, so we thought we would throw in a quick, fun little chat to lead up to uh, this uh, this weekend's action. No, next weekend's action. We're almost there. We're almost there. It's yep. going to be exciting. It's in L.A., and... Uh, but to get ourselves excited, being uh, two Canadian kids, we thought we would have a fun chat about the last WrestleMania that was anywhere but in America, and it was in uh, Toronto, Ontario, Canada in 2002 at the Sky Dome, where the Blue nice. Jays play, and it was WrestleMania 18. WrestleMania. Do you have memories of watching this? Because Did you see it back in the day? I, this For this running was the first time I've ever seen it, so I am coming in fresh. Beautiful. I know I saw it back in the day, but like only the main thing stood out, so I'm really glad we just watched it because there was so much of it I did not remember. And yeah, uh, so there's a lot, there's a lot to talk about. It's you didn't remember every second of a four hour show. I know, right? What the hell's wrong with me? So it was on March 17th, which I thought was strange. That's St. Patrick's Day, 2002. Strange day to have it. I, I, I don't know why they would randomly pick St. Patrick's Day or it probably was just the day that the Sky Dome was available. I have no idea. Seems Yeah, I, I thought that was a little odd too. Um, I found this statistic interesting. That was the final pay-per-view event of WWF. So after this, they changed to WWE. This was the really? last time. Yeah, this was the last major event of WWF. And it also ended the Attitude Era and launched the Ruthless Aggression Era. Well, that makes sense. But this was the end and then the transition. So um, nice. the thing that stood out right away, production value has changed a lot in professional wrestling because mm -hmm. this is WrestleMania 18. This is not the first one. And ooh, like it opened and I was like, wow, this is like when you were in high school and you watch one of those videos that was like <laughs> showing you like kids running in the park and like or some sex ed video. Yeah. Like the graphics for those, like we could do them all on our phones now and make them look way better than how than all of the and, graphics and not HD. No, which was really which not was HD. Odd. Like yeah. full screen, weird pan and scan, and also terrible quality. Like really, really bad. See, yeah. I watched it off DVD, and the quality was actually really good. Oh, good. The yeah. WWE Network, the it did not look that great. No, I huh. will say. Yeah, that's surprising. Yeah, <laughs> I was watching it going, wow, yeah, this is an HD, but yeah, video quality was really good. I also did find out that that was on record. It says it's the attendance record indoor for Skydome, sixty eight thousand two thirty seven. But I, I also that know that Vince McMahon liked to lie about that all the time. So, oh, uh, really? Yeah, Detroit but see, Pontiac Silverdome, anybody? Right. <laughs> but I also think it's all like everything that happens in wrestling is part of the story. You could yeah. say whatever you want and it's fine. I don't care. I'll be attendance record. Sounds good. I don't. This wrestler is 400 pounds and comes from parts unknown. <laughs> that is all you need to know. Andre the giant is seven foot five. No, he's not. Yeah. He's an 800 pounds, right? No, he's no, not. He's not. <laughs> we know that's not true. Yes, it is. According to the narrative they're telling us. So that's fine. Um, yeah. This was also Hulk Hogan's first WrestleMania in nine years. He took a major break. When he was over in WCW and and what what have you, so and uh, this was the only time he didn't main event a WrestleMania he participated in. Yeah, it's funny because I hadn't seen this prior to this viewing. The DVD I have 
course, the cover is it's Hogan and Rock. Right. So so that's the main I, event, right? You'd think so. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I, I'm baffled at times when they have to have the heavyweight championship match as the main event. You, we've yeah. talked about it before. And this pay-per-view, we'll go through it. It's the prime example of, oh, no, 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 no. The main event is, well, we'll get to it. The main event is clearly the two icons that are on your poster. That's your yes. main event. That doesn't yes. come. Be- that shouldn't come before. Like yeah. at you WrestleMania, you can have a match steal the show. That's different than the 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 marquee matchup everyone wants to see, and it's not on last. I don't understand. I don't yeah. understand. Yeah, I don't understand that either. It's like having a thriller movie where your plot twist is, you know, halfway through the movie, and the rest is just yeah, kind of wrapping everything up and showing people go about their day to day lives, and you're like, <laughs> well, I'm just kind of done. Exactly. Exactly. All right, my first note in here is that the band Saliva sucks. That's my <laughs> first note that I wrote down. Um, and that's a trend that we're going to continue throughout this entire uh, review of WrestleMania because Saliva just won't go the fuck away. They keep coming back. And every time I'm like, oh, my God, this band is really bad. But talking about production values and everything, that since I quit the WWF slash WWE on the Montreal Screwjob because I was a devoted yes. Brett fan, right? There is that gap. And I remember the old school WrestleManias where there was certain productions, right? Sure. This had more of an elevated event feel to it than it the old ones, yep. right? Because it had love them or hate them. It had a lot of musical interludes. There that was quite a few. Fit the feeling of the show. And I do think it elevated it did, yes. in that it it did have a little bit bigger feel than just another wrestling show. So it added a layer. Definitely. definitely. So I I'm just, I'm that. just making fun. Um, it's because last year, the previous year, Motorhead sang Triple H out to the ring. And oh, it was geez. so cool. Like it was so cool. I remember just like, that was the most badass wrestling entrance I had ever seen. And, and then saliva the next year, not quite yeah, at the no. same level. Drowning pool. They, they came out later. They played. We'll get there. It was better, but oof. So anyway. Man, you know, were they you... trying to sell CDs? Every song right? they played, it's like, please I buy know. our music. I know. So we got through the painful intro of Saliva. It was a long song, too. It just kept going. I'm like, this is, got to rate two minutes, maybe. Like, make it like a, a snappy little, like, pounded. No, it just kept going and going and going. I was like, oh, man. Here we go. So um then there was the little montage wrestlemania was fun showing lots of clips and highlights and they always got to do that to get the nostalgia bubbles percolating Um, which i appreciate me too me too i love i I love nostalgia Mm -hmm. um and then our opening match was actually quite interesting that was the uh rvd uh ice uh, intercontinental title match he was uh what was he fighting uh william william regal yeah which for me it was interesting because he's having taken a hiatus from WWE. These are people that I know their reputations, right? But haven't really seen wrestle a lot. So that's kind of a running theme of this pay per view, where it's I've heard a lot about some of these guys, and I can finally actually see them wrestle. William Regal, he's a pro. Like you watch him when he came down. Uh, I, I made a comment out loud, and and Margo was like, "Write that down," because it was William Regal's nose was always in the air. Mm-hmm. always so he came down and everyone he looked at he's looking down like his snooty british you know monarch mm-hmm. kind of thing he never left it ever when he was out there it was fantastic like he 
in the ring, good wrestler. Like, like so good that you don't really notice a lot of his stuff. And that makes him a really good wrestler. He wasn't He's flashy, yep. but it was his persona that I just, I loved that he would never leave character. Fantastic. So I really enjoyed watching him. And RVD was just... He's Rob Van Dam. He's he's crazy. You know, I, I can't say anything bad about him. The guy from ECW, he he's a madman. He he put his body at risk like constantly, even in that match. Some of the stuff he's doing, I'm like, that's just no d- regard for his health at all. He's just going all going all in on those moves. So I tip my hat to Rob Van Dam for just being crazy. Well, and I always appreciate you've got a definite contrast in style, right? Where William Regal's very much that. British technical wrestler, not that Rob Van Dam can't technically wrestle, but he's very acrobatic and like high flying yeah. moves, stuff like that. So that meshed really well and never felt awkward, which shows you the quality of the two performers. Totally. So, it, and it was yeah. a good, good match. Uh, you know, nothing about it stood out as being like a classic or anything, but uh, you know, you get a title change right off the bat to open a WrestleMania, like new intercontinental champion. I thought that was pretty cool. Good way to start. Um, yep. Yeah, no, uh, I thought that was a good match. Two two guys that uh, are still well regarded. So yeah, I thought it was fun. Yep, no, solid solid way to kick off the pay per view. Yeah, then they they jumped into a match that I wasn't sure it was a good idea when I heard the matchup because I'm a Christian fan. Like Edge and Christian are two of my guys. I'm a big fan of that team. But you know, DDP. I know both you and I are on the same page with like I think he's <laughs> outside of wrestling, fantastic, great guy. Like yep. he's got his, his, uh, his yoga program that is, you know, making people's lives better. And I think he's terrific. I've heard him interviewed. He's, he's a very interesting guy. I like that his career started super late. Like he was 36 when he started wrestling, something crazy like that. So, but in the ring, I was never, never a big fan. So no. I don't like he, his gear and I don't like his moves. He irritated me. He was yeah. somebody that even when he was a baby face, I cheered against. I hated his bang and right. I know. Yeah, so, it's Diamond Cutter. I just, yeah, he just annoyed me to no end. But and then the whole gimmick of that match was like Christian trying not to throw a fit, and so he was trying to stay calm. I'm like, that that's the so that's the story is he's trying yeah. not to throw a fit. Like it, the story seemed like they just kind of like what should we ah just try not to get mad. There's the story of the match. So well, awkward. and I kind of wondered how much of that was maybe. If you watched it current, like at the time it took place, maybe that makes more sense in that moment. But watching it kind of out of time, that doesn't necessarily translate as well. Because, yeah, Christian, I've actually got a note here of like, what's up with Christian's weird faces? So he was, I'm, I gathered he was doing that to make fun of Diamond Dallas Page. So he was trying to like, he was doing a bad impression uh, of DDP. Oh. That was his whole gimmick then was just being an, an ass. He was just being an ass all the time. So yeah, which is kind of what I thought, but I'm like, I don't know. Maybe there's more to it. I don't know. So it's a it's a it's a bit that probably shouldn't have been a whole match. But <laughs> it's fine. I, I still love Christian and I laughed right away and so did my wife. She was on the couch. You hear the now hailing now hailing from Tampa, Florida, because he's from Toronto <laughs> and it's in Toronto. And he's the heel. And <laughs> now like the fans just started booing right away. I'm like, that's a Perfect. brilliant move. Now healing from Tampa. So that cracked me up right away. It was for the Euro title, the United or the European Championship, which honestly I was never a big fan of. I thought the title belt was underwhelming. It was really small and 
I was never a big fan. The Euro title always kind of felt like a. It was like Euro a, trash. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, a little bit <laughs> like a throwaway title. It, it wasn't yeah. the IC title and it, it didn't really hold a lot of water for me. And that match. Yeah. It, if you could have got rid of one match from the card, I probably would have got rid of that one. It really didn't go anywhere. It, it, it ended with, a, you know, he did the diamond cutter and defended his title and then Christian had a fit. So I'm like, yeah. that, that should was, be on Saturday afternoon, not at WrestleMania, but yeah, it was fine. I, yeah, I didn't dislike it maybe as much as you did, but yeah, if that match was cut from the card, I don't think I would. That's what it is. I didn't hate I, I it, but noticed. it was a long show and I'm like, we, we didn't really need that 12 minutes, you know? Yeah. So. Nope. I can't argue with that. Uh, then they did a, there was an excellent rock promo where he came out and uh, you really got a sense from how the crowd was reacting that they were torn as to who to cheer for. Right away, it wasn't just The Rock, everyone going, yeah. There was a lot of boos, like, right away. And yep. he's not a heel at this point. So I'm like, yep. wow, welcome to Canada. <laughs> yeah. and Well, and that crowd was loud and boisterous, and they were involved. They really were. And and he ended the promo, like, taking over the mic, and and, and then, then he got the pop. Then his fans took over the the Hogan fans you could really hear them out there and I I like they don't always do it in WWE anymore that when the promo was in the back and so they're talking on a screen and but you hear the crowd out in the arena going crazy all the mm. promos are in the ring now they're always you know center stage which is I get why they do that too but I kind of like when when the wrestler comes on the screen and it gets the people like, Oh my God, he's here. He's in the building, but he's not actually out there yet. Like it kind of ramps it up a little bit. Builds a little anticipation. Yeah. So, so excellent promo had me yep. right away going, Ooh, cause I hadn't seen that match in, in from start to finish in a while. I was like, well, okay, I'm, I'm pretty excited to watch that now. So, um, well, and the rock proves his quality on the mic right away. Right. Like ridiculous. That guy ridiculous. Un- match just <laughs> impressive ridiculous all right what was next so we next match was gold dust versus maven now yeah. i felt bad for not knowing who the fuck maven was like i really <laughs> did because i i was watching some wrestling back then i know i was but he walked out he was the hardcore champion and i was like i thought it was raven right when yeah. i read when i read the notes before and i'm like oh, okay <laughs> raven versus Go- no maven i'm like who the hell is this guy so <laughs> what about maven <laughs> right <laughs> so not his fault and and but uh and he was fine didn't yeah. you know he didn't do anything wrong um that match was your typical uh garbage match i don't mean garbage isn't bad match there's just garbage everywhere and they're hitting each other with garbage and, and trash cans and and whatever they could find so you know it's fine um i i kind of liked the hardcore title back then it was this the whole 24 hours a day anywhere they, they would bring referees around with them like it was kind of yeah. a funny gimmick that that you if if you didn't like it, then you would not like this WrestleMania, <laughs> as we'll see. But I actually think that's let's go to the back, and it just kept. I it's fun. So anyway, I think I think it was a fun gimmick at the time. So it was fun, but for me, maybe it got overplayed just a <laughs> little bit. But you embrace that stuff a little bit more than I do. So it, they yeah. they kind of ruined it in modern wrestling. They have the twenty four seven title. It's the exact same concept in WWE. Yeah. Um, they have a lot of fun with it, but there's times when you, they change the camera and you go, "Oh, okay, we're going, we're going back there again." Uh, okay, yeah. Now, now yeah. who's now who's the the? Cha- it's, yeah, yeah. I I the, get why they do it, but the first couple of times I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is kind of fun," and then yeah, a couple more times I'm like, "Yep, 
Yeah. Why even bother scheduling a match at this point? Just follow these people around. Somebody's going to fall asleep and somebody else is going to lie on top of them. But it's a chance to do some jokes. And I did like that. We had had our first run in of WrestleMania in that match where in the middle of the match, suddenly Spike Dudley comes running in and he wins the title out of nowhere. He even mm. brought his own referee, which I thought was great because there was already a referee there. He brought his own ref anyway, so it's kind of <laughs> funny. I got that got a laugh out of me. I thought that was yeah. kind of funny. So, so yeah, that ended with Spike Dudley as the new hardcore champion. He goes running out there um, to to beat the champion for the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah, see how that goes. Later. Yeah, to to see the new champion, the, the our new champion backstage, Spike Dudley with his. T- well, that ended quickly with uh, more hardcore chaos. Um, Crash Holly was there. Hurricane showed up. So I think Hurricane ended, in on a rope. Swinging, yeah, and he ended up stealing the title and and running off. I think he he got a pinfall. And yeah. Hurricane was the new. So we had our new 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 hardcore champion yeah. Hurricane. So and and at that point you sensed what was coming for the rest of the night. So it was pretty clear which they, it, this was just going to go and go until Paul yeah. was really sick of it. So <laughs> well, and I was still on board with it at this point. I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny, clever. For now, <laughs> for now, uh, then an excellent match. Something I really enjoyed. I'm I loved Kurt Angle back in the day, and uh, the whole "you suck" chant. Uh, that might yes. have been one of the first times that that was early on in the "you suck." So because you could see that he was playing off the, you know, why are they saying I suck? <laughs> Kurt Angle coming down uh, to take on Kane, and Kane's always, you know, at the time, Kane he really worked that monster gimmick, the giant monster. He was. Like he intimidated the hell out of me first time I saw him. I was like, wow, Kane is kind of scary. So, and you wouldn't even know that now when you see the mayor of whatever town he's mayor of. He just, yeah. he looks like some jolly old dude, but he was creepy as hell back then. Oh yeah. He was the the red machine, the big red machine and owned it. Yeah. And so that match started a way I love a match to start where someone does something vicious before the bell starts and that makes that makes it legal, like that you can literally like knock the guy out with the ring bell, which is what he did. <laughs> Angle uses the ring bell on Kane. Oh, but the ref's like, "Damn, ring that bell, ring the bell." <laughs> I love that. It makes no sense, and I love it. So it was a good start. It was a good match. Uh, yeah, they went back and forth. Total difference in sizes. Total difference in styles. But that's great if you can make that work. Mm-hmm. And they totally did. I actually found that match to be really fun. Yeah, I thought it was a decent match. Yep. And it ended with like a foot on the ropes, ref not paying attention, I believe. Right. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I believe you are correct. He just got put on his Olympic ass was the quote of the match from JR. JR was always good for a good uh, for a good quote back then. So I miss JR, actually. <laughs> I miss that guy. All right. So the chaos went back to the hardcore title, I believe. <laughs> it just it just never stops. Uh oh no, it was a terrible segment. Oh, right. so now we move to the the what hasn't aged well in WWE WWF, we'll say back then. All the yeah. sexism. Oh uh, my god. Oh yeah. That women's change room segment, that should not that should not have been in WrestleMania. That was yeah. That, that was that was terrible. <laughs> That's yeah, that if was, you're a 13, 14 year old boy, you probably love that. But yeah, I was like, ooh. In 2023, I, I found cringe. that yeah, I found that awkward to watch. I'm like, how far? Uh, so anyway, we won't get into yeah. details. It was just nope. a, it was a peeping tom storyline, and I'm glad that that's kind of. I hope it's mostly gone from wrestling because yeah, no, there's no place for that anymore. No, terrible, terrible. The 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 way WWF treated the women for this pay per view, not great. 
<laughs> that did not age well. So yeah, they were a little objectified. There's a little, little objectified. No question. Yeah, it went straight from there to an Undertaker promo. Now, that's another thing for me, unfortunately, that hasn't aged great is the American Badass. Um, Undertaker is amazing. I love the Undertaker, and he made that work. Like he had to change things up through his career, and he made that work. I don't love the American Badass. The redneck coming out to Limp Biscuit, driving his motorcycle. Like that's mm-hmm. if I'm a, if I was like if I'm a wrestling fan now, and that's the character, I'm not going to cheer for that guy. So the only reason I ever have positive memories of it is it's the Undertaker. He's great. Mm-hmm. I don't like that character though. I never did. So um, I did like once he got down to the brass tacks of a match. He was the Undertaker. He was. And and this Undertaker was very mean and nasty, I found. So that's mm-hmm. good. Instead of being all supernatural, the supernatural is kind of gone. But that character, not not my favorite. Not my favorite. So For me, it was a good curiosity because I wasn't watching him in this era. So mm. obviously, I know of the changing gimmick. But I'm just familiar with the dead man gimmick. And I love that gimmick. Oh, so yeah. it was a good curiosity for me to see him actually in action as this version of his character. The match was a no DQ match against Ric Flair. Always good to see Ric Flair, especially like he's he was 50, must have been 52 in this match. Still looked good, like still yep. flying over the ropes and you knew he was going to take a pounding. And unfortunately, at this stage of his career, he was always bleeding. <laughs> and I remember yep. specifically Margo and I, he would come out on Raw or it didn't matter when Ric Flair came out, we would be like, oh God. Oh, we're gonna see his his blonde hair all red in about five minutes. Like he, every time he wrestled it during this period, it was must have been in his contract. He had to be a bloody mess. Like, and it's funny because Vince McMahon does not like a lot of blood in his shows. I mean, at, different era, I suppose. Yeah. But at that period, it, it obviously that was part of the the show for that character because Ric Flair was always bleeding. It was probably his idea most of the time, but mm. it did get a little excessive at times. I found his character at this point always bleeding but that match was that match was good it's what they wanted it was pretty nasty uh undertaker like half the time when the the bleeding was getting worse it's because undertaker was literally punching him in the head you could see it he was just Mm -hmm. punching him in the face really hard so a really good hard-hitting match like in the literal sense yeah and it you know it it ended with the undertaker tombstone and it's kind of what you figured there's no way rick flair was coming out of that match with a victory so uh, the, Even despite the fuckery from Arn Anderson trying to interfere and save his buddy, exactly. And I noticed they didn't change the apron, so for the rest of WrestleMania, there was blood stains all over the ring. <laughs> <laughs> kind of gross. Kind of gross. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sipping whiskey here on the podcast. You can, As you ig- should be. Ignore my slurps. Um. Then there was uh the next match was Booker T versus Edge. Now I like both these guys. Mm-hmm. It didn't really seem like it needed to be at WrestleMania. Love both these guys, and if it was on Raw, that okay, that'd be a fun match. But I I wasn't really it wasn't what I was hoping for in a match between those two guys. It was fine. It was it was mm-hmm. a good good enough match, but it it just didn't seem like a big midway through WrestleMania match. It I can't even really remember. Just, yeah, it was just kind of you guys should be on the card. You should wrestle each other. Honestly, exactly. the only note I have about this match, which shows you how memorable it is, is great moment when Edge mocks Booker T. <laughs> right there, you go. <laughs> And I, I love Booker T. Yeah. And I, I'm curious about Edge, not having seen much of him. So I was really curious to see how they interacted. And yeah, it was, it was, you're right. It was fine. It was not yeah. a show stealer, not the worst, but 
yeah, it was fine. Edge is still really young at this point. So like the previous year, he was still in, in the tag with with Christian. They were in the the TLC, the the one of the greatest tag team matches of all time in WrestleMania 17. That match is incredible. So he he put it all out there the year before. He to me, it just didn't look like the two guys were given much. They just didn't have mm. much to to go with. So not their fault. Yeah. Um, nope. But pretty forgettable. So yep. And it ended with Edge. Yeah, Edge got the 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 finisher. And got the win. So, yeah. I'm glad he got the win in Toronto. It was nice to hear the pop of the crowd. Yes. When he came out. So, that was good. Yep. Uh, then I think there was more more hardcore um, action in the back. <laughs> Wasn't that Molly? That's when Molly got the got That's Mighty, Mighty Molly. Yeah. So my she, notes say Hurricane loses hardcore title to question mark. Yeah. And no, not the sadly past wrestler. <laughs> oh. It was to. R.I.P. R.I.P. question mark. Yeah, um, to I don't know who the hell just won a title. Now, one of my favorite moments I will say of the pay per view was her hitting him with the fry pan. Yes, because a fry pan spot is always great, and you could hear it. It just—I know it's still like a like a less heavy. Fry, no, it was a full fry pan shot to the face. It echoed through that whole hallway. It just made me laugh. I was like, "That's a solid fry pan to the <laughs> face right there." So I enjoyed that. And now Molly was our new hardcore champion. This brought us to like a high profile match. You can't oh, yes. get much at that time. You can't get much more high profile than this. NWO, Scott Hall, holy crap. He's coming out and he's fighting Stone Cold. I thought yes. I had to read that twice. I was like, what? <laughs> I don't remember this match. I don't remember those two ever wrestling. So And two of my all-time favorite wrestlers. So yeah. this was a pleasant surprise because you know you're in for Hogan and The Rock. But yeah, this is just that added little juicy extra. Yeah. So it, it, it was, that was a banger. That was a pretty good match. Um, their styles worked well together. It was great hearing Jerry, the King all night, but in that match, he was, he had a line. I remember it's something dirty that Scott Hall did. And you just hear the King go, Oh, that may have been uncalled for. <laughs> <laughs> I had to write it down. Cause it just made me laugh. Yeah. I, I missed seeing that NWO filter when they come out, the black and white filter. I love mm. that. They cut back to the ring. It's in color. Back to them coming down, black and white filter. I just that's a gimmick I always enjoyed. Yeah, um, so many stunners and and move. There was a lot of big big set pieces in that one. Lots of big moves. Kevin Nash getting involved. I, that was good. The referee getting just smacked around repeatedly. <laughs> like, and actually, one of my favorite moments was okay. You're like okay, the refs out. So what's going to happen? And then this other ref just literally comes flying and sliding in the ring. Yeah. And it's like counting as he's sliding into the ring. I'm like, that might be the most amazing <laughs> referee spot I have ever seen. Right? That was excellent. So, and there was a lot of referee action in that match. There was a lot. Yep. Yeah, it was a good match. Lots of lots of stunners. Hall hit like two stunners. Stone Cold got two stunners. You knew Stone Cold was going to get the win in that one. I wasn't yeah. too surprised by the finish, but it was that was no. a that was a banger. I enjoyed that. Beers were yeah. flowing at the end. So, yeah. Like for so me, that beers. was the match of the of the event up to that point. For oh, sure. for sure. Yeah. Then we uh, then there was a tag match, the Four Corners Tag Team Title Match. That was a little messy. There was yeah. like way too many people involved in that match. Mm. But I get that they want it's WrestleMania, so they want to have everybody everybody out there. Uh, but there was just way too much going on. D- Dudley Boys, you know, always great. APA comes out, so JBL and and uh, and Farouk. Um, always fun to see those two guys. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I love Ron Simmons, so like, yeah, me too, forever. And uh, and JBL, where were he called back then? Bradshaw, yeah, Bradshaw, yeah, yeah. Um, as a, like <laughs> heavy metal dude, and then he becomes the <laughs> cowboy. Total opposite 
uh, yeah. gimmicks. I love that. Running uh, the spectrum. Yeah. Then the Hardy Boys. And Billy and Chuck. Chuck, I was like, who the hell is this guy? So that was another <laughs> one where I'm like, I know Billy Gunn, but yeah. I, did not, I did not know Chuck. So I was surprised they were champs. Not tons about that match that was memorable, even though there was a million spots. So yeah, I don't happened. Rem- yeah, I don't remember anything. In fact, my note is nothing memorable. Yeah, so it was tables and smashing, and it's just exactly that where you've got too many people and too many things going on, and yeah. you're not yeah. really following any of it. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we had working. we had those beautiful old tag title belts, and that was the only part that was good yes. <laughs> of that match. So I, I like her. Yeah, I liked seeing that. Then Hogan got his NWO promo. It was a good promo. Got me all mm-hmm. excited for the other side of that match. Um, <laughs> then we had our bump of the night. The next hardcore title, uh, altercation was, was <laughs> oh, Molly, yeah. Molly running down the hall. And then one of those half doors and Christian yeah. slams the top door. And that Knocks was a her. solid, like she sold that so well. I was like, I had to watch. I rewound. I'm like, I gotta watch this again. <laughs> so just, that was the bump of the night. Molly takes mm-hmm. the door to the face. And then Christian's our new champ and he's bragging and running around as the champion. So, um, that brought us to what should have been the main event yes <laughs> let's what's face on it. the poster <laughs> what's on the posters the rock versus hogan um like seriously that intro when they could both come out the crowd loses it for both of them cheers and boos for both of them yeah and then they get in the ring and they milk it the way you're supposed to they stand there and they keep looking around waiting and letting the crowd just go and go and build and letting build. it breathe yeah, it's fantastic. I had goose. I got goosebumps right now just talking about. It. I had goosebumps yeah. then when I was watching it. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Well, and but, lives up to the billing of legend versus icon. Like these guys know how to work an audience. Like they're both experts at it and oh, do yeah. it so well. And so coming in, Hogan's the heel, rocks the face. But uh-huh. as the match goes, and Hogan was doing everything to be the heel. He yep. was, I wrote this down. He was choking. He was mm-hmm. eye clawing. He was scratching the back. Yep. All of the heel moves didn't matter. He yep. was getting cheered when the rock did anything. The booze kept getting louder and louder. And I'm like, holy fuck. They have no choice but to flip this as they're going. They have no choice. The fans yep. have determined Hogan's now the face and, yep. and rock is now the heel. They had no choice. It's and fantastic. great for them to adjust like that on the fly because exactly yep. that, like who could have predicted the crowd reacting like that? Yeah, exactly. So there was lots of, so many moves and, you know, Hogan, not the young, not spring chicken anymore, but he, they managed the match so that he still looked fantastic. Mm -hmm. Uh, He did all of his moves. He did, you know, they even had me for a second, just, you know, when he dropped the leg and I was like, maybe he's going to get the win. I just, for a second, I thought maybe, maybe he was going to get the win. The crowd definitely wanted that, uh, but I get, I get why this is, that was, this was rock's big moment. This was the push. To, to, to put him on top of the the company so hogan's gotta take the loss that's just yeah. what has to happen but it doesn't matter still, if it works for him brother or not it's happening and they still put him over right because after the yep. match he's the one getting cheered people well, going crazy for him so and such great moments exactly that like just like the beginning of the match at the end of the match they're letting it breathe they're letting the audience absorb the moment like the hulk's having his like old school pose down and the rocks encouraging him like look you got to do this. This is right. what the people want, right? Exactly. The champ is going to give <laughs> what the people want, whether it's him posing or Hogan. Exactly. Exactly. So excellent. I enjoyed it. They went down the, they walked down the aisle at the end together and, and yeah. uh, each had their moment with the crowd. And at the end, the crowd wasn't booing anybody anymore. They were cheering no. everybody. 
So yeah, it was phenomenal, and it should have been, as we've said, should have been the main event. It was the main, yeah, it was the main event of the night. Because what sure. do you do after? What do you do after this? Oh, oh, I know. You you have a very underwhelming women's championship. Well, you match. finally have a women's match in the damn WrestleMania. I was like, I yeah. I was like, maybe they don't have a women's roster right now. I'm I, I'm sure they do. Oh, finally, here's a freaking women's match. Jesus. Yeah. It was okay. It was okay. I, I yeah. thought it, Jazz is a beast, so she was she threw people around pretty solid. It, yeah, it wasn't a it wasn't a great match. They didn't have a lot of time, so to, no. to make it happen, three three people wrestling in a match should go longer than that. So yeah, and the crowd was kind of done. They had yeah, you know they all their emotions were in the match before. Yeah. So without a not doubt. without fair a doubt. to put these three performers no. where they were exactly. So sadly forgettable. Um, yep. Then our last uh, hardcore moment of the night was Christian leaving the building, call, hailing his cab, about to get in the cab, <laughs> and out of nowhere, Maven comes and knocks him out, pins him, and then takes the title, jumps in his cab, steals his cab, and drives away. I enjoyed that. <laughs> I thought it was a funny way to wrap it. It was way too much of that, I, I admit, for the night, but that was a funny way to end it. He stole the title and the cab. I thought that was good. So Yeah. Um, and then that brought us to the main event, which was a good match. You know, Triple H... Uh, Y2J, Chris Jericho. It was it was yeah. a it was a pretty good match. St- Stephanie being there was very interesting. I thought she added a neat dynamic to the whole thing. Um, being on the opposite side of Triple H, which yeah. I thought was really interesting. Yeah, the crowd was into it. Um, as we said, we think it it the the other match Hogan and Rock should have been the main event, but it wasn't. This was the main event, and you know it was a long match. They 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 did the moves they needed to do. They had the crowd into it the whole time. The title belts were pretty. Um, everyone was selling their injuries through the whole match. I was impressed with, and, and that's uh, one thing exactly. I was really impressed at how well Triple H sold his injured leg, and I was like, the whole time, the yeah. whole time. So yeah, I thought that was really good. Yeah. So so that was a good match. It definitely didn't uh, steal the show, but no. it was the way to to wrap up a, a a big WrestleMania, a good WrestleMania in Toronto. I I thought the whole thing was actually really really fun to watch. So yeah. Me too. I enjoyed it. Maybe, like you said earlier, a couple matches that, yeah, maybe not to the high standard, but all in all, yeah, a really solid event. Yeah. So I think so for the whole thing, my push goes to to Hogan and Rock. It has to. That was a great match. Uh, definitely my highlight of the night was those two. So what about mm-hmm. you? Uh, my big push was just the big event feel. And uh, yeah. just, I really liked that intermittently they did catch you up with little vignettes on like this is what's going on in this rivalry and here's your match yeah totally i thought they did well with that and the only thing that made me tap out all night was saliva so i'll just leave it at that yeah well and that was (laughs) me with the hardcore title so (laughs) so yeah all in all that was a super fun match uh it was fun chatting about it with you in our little run in here and uh it's time to run out we ran in we ran out it's wrestlemania season and uh We'll do this again next month, buddy. We'll talk about what happens in the real resume. Yeah, we will. All right, dude. So what should people do if they got nothing going on? Go watch some wrestling. All right, buddy. Check you later. Ow.